Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast with John O'Leary, Monday morning motivation style. And I'm pretty convinced, in particular, after watching the events of last week, my gosh, that we need a little inspiration. We need a little motivation. We need a little truth, and we need a little hope in our lives. And it's my hope as you listen through this podcast and, and really all of our podcasts that it inspires you, that it equips you to recognize it is not easy. It is not easy. Life is not easy. But the foundation remains firm. Life remains good. And I believe the best of our journey remains in front of us. One of my dear friends, his name is Don Eggleston, likes to say that words create worlds. Language matters. Words create worlds. In other words, these types of sentences change our life. Listen to them. Maybe you've heard a few of these. Listen. Will you marry me? I do. You're pregnant. It's a boy. You're hired. You're fired. It's cancer. He's gone. He's gone. My friends, the words we speak and those we hear directly influence the world in which we live. Words are powerful. And last week in our nation's capital, we witnessed yet another reminder. Five people were killed. Dozens were injured. And one of the most sacred spaces in our country was desecrated. Rather than debating the cause of this tragedy, let's instead heed the wisdom from a political voice from our past. On the evening of the tragic assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., riots broke out in nearly every single major United States city, fueled by anger at the murder of the voice for the civil rights movement. Cities around the country burned. More than 2,500 people were injured, and at least 35 were killed. One of the very few cities that remained undamaged, though, was Indianapolis, And one of the reasons given were the words spoken by a presidential candidate. Robert Kennedy was on his way to speak with a mostly black audience in the Indianapolis area when he was made aware of the murder of his friend, Dr. King. They were friends. He was strongly encouraged by a security detail to cancel the event because of the likelihood. And it was highly likely that a riot would break out once word began to spread. Kennedy ignored their concerns. He approached the microphone and he shared the tragic news with the crowd. Unscripted, meaning he's not reading what the pollsters are saying. He's not reading what someone else has placed in front of him. He's coming from his heart. He delivered one of the most powerful speeches in American history. It is credited with keeping Indianapolis from burning on April 4, 1968. Although delivered more than five decades ago, it calls out both the profound divisions we still have as a nation and the hope we still have to come together as a nation. I'm going to read this word for word. Here it is. I have some very sad news for all of you. I think it is sad news for all of our fellow citizens. It is sad for the people who love peace all over the world. The news is that Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. He was killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. Martin Luther King Jr. dedicated his life to love and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that work. This is a difficult day. 
and a difficult time for the United States. It might be a good idea to ask what kind of nation we are. We should ask what direction we want to move in. There is evidence that white people were responsible for Dr. King being killed. For those of you who are black, you could be filled with bitterness because of this. You could be filled with hate. You could be bitter and you could want revenge. We can move in that direction as a country. We can move toward the country being even more divided. We can move toward black people staying amongst black and white people staying amongst whites. The two groups could be filled with hate toward one another. Or we can try, as Martin Luther King did, to understand. We can replace that violence, that stain of bloodshed that has spread across our land with an effort to understand. We could have kindness and love instead. Those of you who are black might be tempted to be filled with hate for white people. You might not trust all white people because of the injustice of such an act. I would say this to you. I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. Someone in my family was killed. He was killed by a white man too. But we have to try in the United States. We have to try to understand, to get beyond, to go beyond these rather difficult times. My favorite poem or one of my favorite poets was Aeschylus. And he once wrote, Even in our sleep, pain which cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart until in our own despair against our will comes wisdom through the awful grace of God. What we need in the United States is not to be divided. What we need in the United States is not hate. And what we need in the United States is not physical attacks and lawlessness. We need love and wisdom. We need kindness toward one another. We need to have fair treatment under the law of those who still suffer within our country. The same fairness must be there, whether they are white or whether they are black. So I ask you tonight to return home and say a prayer for the family of Martin Luther King. But more importantly, Say a prayer for our country, which all of us love. You should pray for the understanding and kindness of which I spoke. We can do well in this country. We will have difficult times. We have had difficult times in the past. We will have difficult times in the future. It is not the end of violence. It is not the end of lawlessness. It is not the end of disorder. But most white people and most black people in this country want to live together. They want to improve our lives. They want fairness for all human beings that live in our land. And let's devote ourselves to what the Greeks wrote so many years ago. They wanted to tame the savageness of man and make the life of this world more gentle. Let us devote ourselves to that and say a prayer for our country and for our people. And with that, Robert Kennedy left the stage and left a room transformed. Kennedy's heartfelt, honest words saved lives. He changed the conversation. United States people, and he began healing. It was an invitation to shift away from the divisions and from hatred, to cease all physical attacks and lawlessness, 
to reveal love and wisdom and kindness toward one another, and to extend fair treatment under the law for those who still suffer within our country. And my friends, as we look around our world and our nation, we need to heed this invitation today. It's not a Republican or a Democratic issue. The answer we seek won't be shared today on CNN or on Fox or on MSNBC. No, the smug, self-righteous tone they share every single day against those who believe differently than they has directly led to far greater divisions within our nation. Since the words we hear directly influence the world in which we live, here's my challenge to you. Turn off the news. Turn off the news. Take a break from social media. Be highly aware of the voice you are listening to this week and highly aware of the words you speak. Because the change we actually need will never be delivered by some politician. It's just not that easy. It never was. It requires a softening of our biases, a changing of our hearts, and a desire to be the love in a marketplace that is still starving for it. That's not just Trump's job over the final days in office or Biden's for the next four years. It's each of ours. And my friends, it's time to go to work. It's time to go to work. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary. And my challenge to you is to recognize that words create worlds. Let your words today create worlds of love 